know, I don't, I don't wear the medal for myself. You know, I wear the medal for, uh, for all those guys that, that can't. You know, it's a representation of, of men and women all over the country that are continuing to fight and continuing to do great things to provide the freedom and, and the luxuries of, that every American has come to, to you know, afford and be used to. Um, and I hope that that's what people understand the most, is that this is a small representation of, of a greater you know, military you know, history from our country, that there's hundreds of thousands and millions of, of men and women every day that are sacrificing um, and just giving back that little bit of extra for, for us to do what it is that we love to do, whatever that may be. Uh, my name is Matt Williams. I am um, currently serving in 3rd Special Forces Group uh, for the United States Army Special Forces. Joined the Army in 2005 and I've been a part of 3rd Special Forces Group pretty much ever since. I've got 14 and a half years in, looking forward to continuing my military service as long as they'll let me keep going. Sacrifice. That is the crux of military service. Sometimes sacrifice and giving your all for someone else can lead to a moment in time where an ordinary man can become a hero. My name is Brad Carpenter, and I'm a writer, a patriot, and one gigantic history nerd. I invite you to come on a journey with me as I collect tales of courage and sacrifice directly from the recipients of the Medal of Honor themselves. This is ValorCast. We are here live in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the grand opening of the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center. Let's shake things up a bit for this episode. The last two episodes have focused on acts of valor from the Vietnam War, but today we want to talk about a newer war, a war on terror in Afghanistan. And to mix things up even more, Matt will be joined today by his lovely wife, Kate. Great. This is the first time we've had a husband and wife. This has been a crazy Do weekend well. for you guys, right? Yes. Well, yeah, been, <laughs> travel was a little bit uh, interesting, so we showed up late last night, unfortunately. Oh. Yes. But, Missed yeah. the party last night. That's yeah. all right. It's okay. Tonight's the night, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue. Yeah. I don't know what's happening tonight. How many interviews and stuff do they get you doing? Um, for this, actually, it's been pretty calm uh oh, just, just a couple yeah so not okay. not too bad right, so yeah. how, how long have you guys been married do it answer correctly Ooh. look at that <laughs> blank nine years. stare yes nine, nine years, years in february okay yeah, yeah. Great. yep <laughs> kids three-year-old named nolan three-year-old named yes nolan. Amazing, amazing keeps us busy yeah that's great I have, I like to say I have 8 million kids, but I only have three, but it just feels like 8 million. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. One's plenty. We keep telling him he's going to be an he's only crazy. child yeah. with the way he's acting, so. <laughs> well, I, I get it. They're crazy. Yeah, so tell us about you. What makes you you, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, 
you know, Master Sergeant Matt Williams. I've been in the Army uh, for 14 and a half years. Uh, majority or all of my career base have been with 3rd Special Forces Group. Um, I started off there as a, a weapon sergeant, um, then transitioned to an, a team sergeant, just my most recent job, and uh, I'm moving on to good old Operation Sergeant Major um, staff deal for probably the next year or so. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I growing up, I always like service was always something that was in the back of my mind. Uh, I like to kind of say I was the, the kid that never actually grew up, you know, everybody, all kids want to be a fireman or a police officer or a, whatever, you know, army man or whatever. And that just never left. Um, I was actually looking at going into law enforcement, got a degree in criminal justice. Um, and then when nine 11 happened when I was in college, uh, that kind of changed my focus um, you know we didn't really have like a um, sort of a reasonable way to say it. we didn't have a war uh, sure. you know to kind of drag us not drag us but put put our focus on the military right that was not it just wasn't really there right. for us for our generation um, and then that changed obviously you know overnight um, and so I just that's something I looked into and I, I wanted to do I felt like it was right the right thing to do I, you know I, I'm a firm believer that everybody should serve um, in some capacity um, you know whether it's in the military or you know a volunteer firefighter or down at the community center or whatever but sure. you know there's an opportunity everywhere to give back to a community at a minimum um, and I think that's important to do um, so that's kind of what I did I, I did a a lot of research and looking around um, and I found the 18 x-ray program and the the army offered um, which basically meant that you could sign up for uh, the opportunity to go to special forces assessment selection um, pretty much right away so you go to basic training and infantry school and airborne school uh, and then go to go to what we call selection special force assessment selections like three weeks uh, and they you know, put you through a, a numerous physical and mental um, trials, basically. And if you make it great, you get selected. If not, um, they send you about your business. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be selected. Uh, I did the the training pipeline. After that, it took like a year, year and a half, uh, and graduated. And then graduated October or August, excuse me, two thousand seven. Uh, was on my first team in October two thousand seven. Um, and immediately went to Afghanistan uh, for the first time. And uh, that's where the action happened that I was uh, awarded the medal um, for. And that was early uh, April 2008. Um, actually did not receive the, the award until uh, October of 2019 though. Okay. Yeah. So. so who was the, uh, was it uh, Obama who gave, gave it to you? Trump. Trump. Yeah, President Trump. Yeah. President Trump. Yep, um, it was actually two two medals from the same uh, battle, um, Battle of Shock Valley is is kind of what it's known as now. Um, myself and then Ron Schur was our medic for the day, our medic on the team actually, uh, the only medic that day, um, and we both he actually got it October two thousand eighteen, um, and then I got it October twenty nineteen, both from President Trump. So April 6, 2008, we, we went to conduct a raid on a high-value target. Um, not something, I mean, something that we did uh, you know, over and over again, nothing crazy. Um, 
long story short, we got we got ambushed. Uh, we took four four American casualties, uh, four wounded guys. Um, but but in the, at the end of the day, we all made it off the mountain together. Um, everybody made it home. Uh, everybody made it back to their families. Uh, and then the team, um, out of the 15, roughly 15 Americans that were there, there was 10 Silver Stars awarded and one Air Force Cross. Um, and then fast forward 10 years later, um, Ron Scher, who I mentioned, and myself uh, get phone calls that our awards have been upgraded. Um, so that's two out of 10. Um, and then 11, if you want to count our CCT's Air Force Cross. Um, so what I'm getting at is it, it's very hard to say that, uh, you know, that, well, it's, it's impossible to say the medal is for me. It's, it's absolutely 100% not. Uh, it, it's not a representation of me. It's not a representation, uh, you know, really of what I did better than anybody else did. Um, you know, it's, it's a representation of of valor, it's a representation of bravery, it's a representation of courage, um, all those things, I'm 100%, but it's, for me, I, I wear it um, as a representation for all the people that can't and all the people that, that don't have the opportunity to, um, you know, there's currently right now we're, we're in, you know, two or three different conflict zones and then in basically every country on the, on the map, uh, there's men and women doing what it is they need to do to ensure that we are able to live free uh and that's really what the medal is a representation of um and i've just been you know the guy that they decided needed to wear it uh and sure. and so for me it's an opportunity to you know when i put it on um i'm now given a voice that that holds some weight relatively and and i use that opportunity to ensure that people understand like look you know there's 71 living recipients, um, but there's 71 million people over the course of history that have fought and died and continue to serve and do whatever they can for the country, and that's what we not we don't need to forget. Um, and I think that's what's extremely important about the whole thing. And that's kind of uh, you know long roundabout way, kind of what the medal means, you know, yeah. to me. Well, that's great. I mean, now now you're on the second part of this journey. This is where you come in because now <laughs> it's not just like you said, it's not just about you anymore. Now you've got to go out and you've got to be the representation and you are a part of it. So how, how has it changed your life? Com completely, probably, but how has it changed your life? Sure. I mean, it's taken both of us, Matt, you know, obviously um, being the recipient of somebody, he's, you know, very private, doesn't like to talk about himself, um, you know, and kind of thrust him into the limelight, right. which obviously he's taken in stride. Um and for the reasons he said, you know, this is how he's kind of had to change his mindset a little bit and, and look at it and and do this for, for people that, that can't talk about it. But, you know, it's definitely changed, obviously, um, being, you know, we've gotten to go to the White House now a few times right. and, and kind of a few of those really high level, you know, we've had some great experiences, um, you know, going to Army-Navy game and, and just meeting some wonderful people um, over the last several months. But, you know, it's important that we kind of, you know, stay true to what the medal means and, and kind of honor that and hopefully be a very good representation of that. Just not only Matt, but me as a military spouse now of almost nine years and, and how possibly I could help, um, 
you know, kind of be a voice of some of those spouses in this situation um, to military families and, and just kind of what that modern military family may look like. Um, that hopefully we can kind of share that message as well. The Battle of Shock Valley was a seven-hour gunfight. American and Afghanistan allies were pinned down by raining bullets from above. The majority of the battle was fought along snow-capped spires atop a 100-foot cliff. On that day, Matt Williams' actions helped save the lives of four critically wounded soldiers, and he led the counter-assault that ultimately led to victory. Because of his valor, not a single American life was lost that day. Um, you know, to me, courage, I think, is something that uh, is inherent in, in almost everybody. Um, I think it's something that, you know, an extraordinary circumstance or, or a position in your life will ultimately determine, um, you know, when that actually comes out in, in people. Um, it's, it's a trait that people you know, live with and, and don't really understand they have, I think, until it's time for them to to show that, that uh, you know, whatever that may be. Um, in the military, it comes frequently. We, we find ourselves in positions where um, courage demonstrated, you know, sometimes on a daily basis um, just by getting up and doing your job. But it's something that I think that, you know, the regular civilian, uh, you know, finds themselves demonstrating things of, you know, courage, doing courage things, uh, just by standing up to help help each other, help their buddy out, or help friends at work, or, or helping their neighbor um, through a hard time, or, or having the courage to to kind of come out and ask for help, even, is, is something that people uh, overlook quite a bit, and, and those sort of things take an extremely, uh, extraordinary amount of courage. Um, you know, I think that's something that the biggest thing about courage is that it's it's in everybody and, and the way that it manifests itself is you know depends on the circumstances that you uh, find yourself in cool well um what's next what's next for for you what's next for team williams <laughs> <laughs> uh just me is going back to work actually i got we i uh I'll leave town on Monday for a three-week training exercise, and I'm looking forward to getting back out there and, and working with with the guys. I'm in a little bit of a different position than I was, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I I continue to look forward to kind of grow and, and hopefully be a leader in the in the Special Forces community and, and just help, you know, train and equip young the young new guys that are coming up looking to get after it. Um, like I mentioned, I, I think it's important that everybody uh, perform some form of service, and the military is 100% it's an excellent option. Um, whether you are, uh, you know, a young guy or, or a girl out right out of high school, and you're looking for that next thing to do, and, and you, you know you want to leave home for a little bit, the military is a great place to start. Um, it's a great place to go and get educated in, in a field that you want to be educated in, um, and then the opportunities. From that that provides you educationally are, are endless um you know the the army is not just a bunch of uh you know guys running around with machine guns and and rucksacks anymore um you know technology technology is is our bread and butter now and we have to be on the forefront of of those things um there's obviously there's this you know we still have the special operations the best of the best um and that's 100 percent a way to do it and that's 
what I chose to do, but but people need to understand there's so much more that to that than there is um, so much more now, um, and opportunities are really endless. Um, you know, mechanics, cooks, whatever it may be. You know, there's a field for everybody. Uh, the military is a is an extremely inclusive place uh, to work and learn and grow as an individual, and and it teaches you. Um, how to overcome obstacles, you, you leave the military um, so much better of a person than you went in, and, and a lot of people fail to realize that, 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 and you're so much more marketable outside of the military. Um, you know, employers look at veterans and people who have served um, and understand, you know, what those people, A, what they've learned and what they've gone through and what they're willing to do, um, and, and hold them in such a higher light. Um, so I think that's something that I would highly encourage everybody to look forward to. Um, and the, the same thing with, with, with school, uh, you know, continue to get your education, you know, learn what you can, but don't, don't check that, you know, check the military block off just yet. Um, I went after college and I enlisted. Um, I, I didn't become an officer like most people do um, because I knew that I, I wanted to be a little bit more active longer um, in, in my community, in the special forces community, um, officers have a very limited active career um as far as being you know on a team a team guy they they do a couple years and they move on that's not what i wanted to do but uh but still it's a valuable i mean it's a it's an approach that's worth looking into um you know but ultimately the the biggest thing is you know be humble and, and always look for opportunities to learn and grow and and you can't really go wrong with that Thank you, thank you to Matt and Kate Williams for being all around incredible human beings. Special thanks to Matt for his courage, his words of wisdom, and being such a brave, humble ambassador for the Medal of Honor. ValorCast is made possible by the great folks at the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. To learn more about the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center, the Medal of Honor Society's Character Development Program, or to learn about past Medal of Honor recipients, please visit the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center's website at mohhc.org. That's mohhc.org. ValorCast is hosted, edited, and mixed by me, Brad Carpenter. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, leaving a nice review on iTunes or Spotify would mean the world to us. Thanks again, and we salute you.